I am thrilled to be joined via the laser hotline by my old friend Ivan Moody of Five Finger Death Punch. Andy! Hey, buddy. How are you? Long time. How you been? Has been. I'm okay. How are you? I'm decent. Better now. I like to hear that. It's always an honor to have you on the show. I really appreciate your time, as always. Honor's all mine, my friend. New album, big tour on the horizon, The Retaliators. Got a lot of ground to cover here in the short amount of time we have, but I do want to say, Ivan, right off the top here, dude, we're coming up on a year since your triumphant return to the stage after over 500 days away in front of over 13,000 laser hellraisers at the Iowa State Fair. People are still talking about that one, dude. It was like the perfect moment. It truly was of getting out there and having all this rust on you. And getting to shake it off in front of like, you know fifty thousand people, so um, I'm ex- I'm excited, man. I, I've been using that word a lot today, um, but I just don't know what else to say. Uh, you know, my life begins and ends with the live act. You know, ever since I was in Denver and I was in small bands, it, it was always cool to make demos and it was fun to make music in the studio. But at the end of the day, the relationship you have with that microphone live is really what I'm after. So. For me, man, it's, it's just been too long. I'm, I'm, I've got so much vented up inside of me. I just can't wait to freaking release it. Well, we could tell for sure. From a guy that's been a part of this station's history and heritage for a long time, I can't thank you enough for all the kind words you said on stage about the laser and the fact that you did it while wearing our anniversary T-shirt. That was something I'll never forget. Just wanted to say that's that. A big deal. That's a big, big deal. You guys are fighting the good fight. You know, There's a lot of rock stations that are getting canceled and, and kind of, uh, you know, knocked off. And you guys have stood the test of time, and not to mention you've always been very sincere and cool with me and the guys. So it was an honor, man, to play that festival, and it's always a privilege to talk to you. Well, thanks, man. With that said, we are days away from the release of Afterlife. Ninth studio album from Five Finger Death Punch arrives on Friday, and we couldn't be more excited to welcome you guys back to Des Moines December 7th at Wells Fargo Arena in support of the new album. This one's going to be fun. Uh, fun's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've got full production. We've got a whole new lineup of set. And a lot of people have to realize we didn't get to tour on uh, Fate, on F8. So we've got just tons and tons of material that we're still coordinating and, and trying to, you know, adjust to fit into the set. Um, but it's, it's a really exciting time for us, too, man. As we've been calling it, it's the Sequente Capite. I like it. For the next chapter. Nice. So I like that. We're looking forward to getting this out there and to rediscovering who we are much less what we do. Sure. You know, I remember our last conversation on the day your last album was released. That was the 28th of February of 2020, and it just blows my mind to think that just a couple short weeks later, our world and how we navigate our day-to-day would change forever. You know, for you, hitting pause on band activities, maintaining your sobriety, were there were there benefits to the break, Ivan, or did you find that period especially challenging in light of your journey? I mean, I would have to go with the latter on that one. Um, you know, it's, no, I won't even say that. It was a little bit of both. You know, the hardest part for me, as you stated, was being uh, sober. You know, there's a lot of day drinking going on during COVID, and I've read a lot of articles, a lot of domestic violence disputes, a lot of just unnecessary stuff, and uh, I think it brought out the worst, and unfortunately, some of the best in people, um, or fortunately for that matter. Uh, Myself, I had a really hard time, because I had this diabolical voice that sits in the back of me, always trying to convince me that I've been sober long enough, I've been good long enough. And so, you know, what, what's it really going to damage if I wanted to turn the page and do something radical and bad again? So for me, it was really finding a medium, you know, finding out what was going to keep me on uh, the straight and narrow, I guess you'd say. Sure. And once again, um, whether it had been my kids, 
uh, once again, music stood up for me, you know, because uh, beyond my kids and my family, there was really nothing to grab onto. Um, we're fortunate enough that we play music for a living. Um, but in the same token, we have to sit by and watch all these hardworking blue collar people lose their jobs, um, go through what they went through, whether it be the grocery store writing and collecting toilet paper or um, just figuring out employment. Um, you know, this was a it was an eye opener for everybody. And it's something that Zoe and I have talked about a few times. This wasn't just something that was quarantined, no pun intended, to one area. Um, you know, this is the first time really in, in the history that the entire world was affected by something. Uh, even World War II was, was segmented. You know, there were parts of the world involved. It wasn't necessarily the world. Um, however, when it came to the pandemic, every single human being on this planet was affected. Um, so for me, utilizing that energy and digging into what other people were saying and feeling and um, filtering it and putting it back through my platform uh, it's not only a gift, uh, but in the same token, you know, necessary. So it was tough, man. I, I know this was a long-winded answer, but um, it was very difficult. But at other times, I was very grateful for the tools I've been given and the strength that I have to uh, to help me get through it, much less help other people. Listen, man, you know, we you, you alluded to this. We all kind of were in the same storm, just in different boats. You know what I mean? And 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 for us, you know, we had to find different avenues to, to channel our energies, as did you. I, did you do a lot of writing during that time, or did, you, did any of those ideas end up on Afterlife? All of them ended up on Afterlife. Okay. And the ones that didn't are going into my new Dirty Poetry book. Um, I really... I wrote so much, man. I developed freaking carpal tunnel. I mean, I was like, I had a pad of paper in my in my pocket at all times. I had one in my car. Uh, that's just the way that I sort through things, and it's very therapeutic for me just to kind of scribble it all out. Um, but yeah, about ninety nine point nine percent of it ended up on the new album. Of course, not in, in its you know entirety, but uh, definitely little one-liners and uh, tags for sure. Ivan Moody is my special guest today. Five Finger Death Punch dropping their new album, Afterlife, on Friday. The band are coming back to Des Moines December 7, playing Wells Fargo Arena. And we get to see her acting chops on display very soon with the release of the Retaliators film on September 14. Tell me about that experience, Ivan. I'm just excited to see the f***ing thing at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> it, yeah, it's been sitting on a shelf, how I feel anyway, for like the last two years. I, I literally spent less than 72 hours on that set. And um, I got to see the, you know, the edited version, the unedited version, the director's cut. And just piece by piece, accumulative, I've gotten to see where it was going. But I haven't gotten to see the end product. So I'm as excited as anyone else and just as intrigued as well. So. Sure. You know, being directed like you are in TV or film, is that a bit of a fish-out-of-water experience when you're so used to operating in the moment spontaneously when you perform with the band? I've got to be honest. I've never been good with direction. Uh, <laughs> you? I don't. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like people naysaying what I do or trying to critique it. And with music, you know, that platform is mine. And what I do up there, there's really no compromise. However, when you're in a film, you're, you're embracing and developing another character. So they, the director, the writer, the producers, they all have an idea of what they want, and you have your idea. And so finding a happy meeting there is kind of difficult. But at the end of the day, I didn't feel like a fish out of water, which really made me happy. I felt like I belonged, and I was doing something that was a lot of fun. Uh, so I got to work alongside some of my peers. You know, Tommy's in there, Tommy Lee. Uh, Jacoby Shaddix, of course, the guys from Ice Nine. So it, it was a good time, but like I said, it's definitely something I need to do more of 
so that I get a better knack at it instead of, uh, you know, being the, the rock singer that rocks, walks in and tries to act like he knows what he's doing. Sure. <laughs> I'm, you know, it's funny to hear Tommy Lee's name and not hear what has been going on in the news with him lately. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's, he's never never a dull moment in that guy's area. Is yeah, no question. So we're looking forward to Afterlife. It's coming out on Friday. What were some of the big takeaways from the making of this particular album? And I guess by that, I suppose I'm asking if there was anything that really stood out in terms of writing and recording that felt any different from how you've worked before. Absolutely. Uh, the big word there is freedom. Uh, you know, I've told people, and I got a lot of I got a lot of crap for it. But the last two albums before F8, you know, Got Your Six and Injustice. I felt like parts of that were very cold, um, very manufactured, and there wasn't a lot of uh, chemistry in some of it. It was, you know, and I've told people this, I've got to tell you, if you listen to our catalog, listen to my voice through every CD, you can tell what stage of my life, my career, uh, my recovery I am in. Um, You know, you get to wrong side, and there's so much passion and compassion in that, and empathy, sympathy, I mean, there's everything you could want in a good record. We were in such time constraints with the, those two, and there were so many other things going on. I don't really feel like I got to envelop it. Plus, I was a, a walking trash can, you know, and you can hear a lot of it in my vocals, a lot of the things I wrote about. This record was based around freedom, not compromising, not sitting down and saying, okay, well, maybe this is going to go over and maybe this won't. And da, 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 da. It was more of a matter of me and Zoltan saying, it's never going to go out if we don't try it. So we tried everything in our arsenal. We really tried to make it something that was more impactful than just another album. And it became an anomaly for us. It was something that we didn't even see coming. It was very uh, left field, if you will. And uh, at the end of the day, when I listen to it, it's like this, this invocation, man. All these, these years gone by and all these these moments that have finally come to fruition. So... I can't begin to tell you that this is not only my favorite record, but something that I listen to on a daily basis uh, for therapeutic reasons. That's just uh, out of selfishness because I love it so much. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's really great to hear. I'm very excited to hear the full length. And it's going to get hard, as you know, nine albums in now, and you keep writing these songs that translate so well to the stage. Picking and choosing which ones end up on the set list every night is going to become uh, quite a challenge. Yeah, you know, that's the best part, too, is that we have to pick which ones quote-unquote are going in and going out uh we're going to try every show to do one or two different ones uh again we never toured on f8 but we have an entire arsenal of music that we want to put out there it's a little bit different from way of the fist and you remember when we were adding bad company uh because we didn't have a full hour of music to play on stage yeah and nowadays we've got eight well, nine cd you know almost nine cds um of music so it's a full catalog so picking and choosing is uh Kane and the Schnooka. Yeah. Afterlife is coming Friday. We look forward to having Five Finger Death Punch back in town at Wells Fargo Arena December 7. You know, there's plenty of reasons why you're one of my favorite people in this crazy circus. Authenticity is right up there with the biggest of them. You, Zoltan, Chris, everyone. You've always been really good to us, and we appreciate that, Ivan. Oh, it's reciprocated, man. You guys are the most humble and just genuine frick. So thank you so much, man, for everything. Absolutely. Great catching up with you. Hope to do it again soon. You kidding me? You have no choice. I'll see you soon. I love it. All right, buddy. Be well. See ya.